Welcome back to Trendsetters, everybody. Um, instead of giving a rundown of what ju happened just last session, I think it's been a while. I think it's been long enough that I should give a rundown of basically what the overall things that have happened. Uh, What's the state I, I of affairs? Give, yeah, the basically the state of affairs. So, after defeating Xerox and the Blue Bandit in Deco City, the Trendsetters returned to Halcyon City, and they are trying to discuss what they want to do with the footage from the Black Site, of which will definitely put um, Calvin Eskridge out of the DHEA. He, he, if he doesn't dis, uh, resign in disgrace, then he is going to be fired, essentially. Um, there's also the fact that uh, Calvin Eskridge might actually just be a uh, an agent or just straight up Archibald DeFay, aka the Transistor Tyrant. On top of that, a mysterious gold and dark blue drone has activated a uh, a trigger phrase for young Megalad, who is now a sleeper agent for whichever mysterious entity this is. I don't like the direction Booster Gold is going in these days. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the vampire is back and uh, has made a couple small incursions. And then the last big thing I can think of is trying to solve the mystery of what's up with the... Um, Bureau time travel and what's up with uh, Tiffany Quayle. Yep. Is there anything else that I missed that the players think should be in that overall plot uh, exposition? Still trying to figure out the Second Chance Society. True, you, you are, are trying still to figure trying out the Second Chance Society. You are trying to figure out the Second Chance Society. Uh... I guess the only thing you missed was space stuff. I don't know if space stuff is going to come up more, but that's happening. I don't think space stuff is really going to come up anymore. It was a fun diversion and a fun way of me showing like what one of Halcyon's potential futures could be. But I don't, unless you guys super make it a priority, I doubt it will, uh, I doubt the Dyson Sphere will show up again. Let's say it's not a relevant plot thread for the time being, but it is there in the background. Yep, same as the six. Yeah. All right. So, uh, with that in mind, I would ask who wants to go first, but there is one thing I want to mention before we start, because this is the last of the catch-up stuff, and uh, the DHEA has rolled out the new armor. So, basically, the DHEA, from the most basic troops to its officers, are decked out in the artificial venterium, which is called a rundium, because it is different enough that it uh, that it needs to be named something else other than venterium. Cupic zirconium versus diamond. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so the rundium suits are out, and uh, supers 100% don't like it because it makes fighting the DHEA harder to do. And it, you know. The police are militarizing. That's generally not a good thing. Yeah. So 
So now that that's done, now who wants to go? Uh, you guys are still on holiday. Um, it depends. Is it the second week of September yet? I think I probably would be talking to the supplementary squad while you're away. Okay, so we can take care of that. Okay. And then, yeah. unless Bobbin's got something. Yeah, Bobbin, you want to go back first? Up. Well, I do have one outstanding thing that can happen during the vacation, which is speaking with uh, Jen and Calvert about opening up NC models to the galactic market. Okay, after you. All right. We'll open up the scene at uh, the Silver Security Tower. Both Jen and Calvert are there. Um, Calvert is still in full regalia. He has been going to therapy, but he still wears the suit mostly for partly for security and partly for uh, branding reasons at this point. It's a uniform. Nobody knows he's been going to therapy except me, probably. That's true. That is also that is true. Yes. Um, but yeah, so the meeting sort of we, we jump ahead the usual old news stuff and I bring up something new, which is I have been made aware of a loophole in our contract with the Department of Defense. While we are prohibited from selling units to other earthbound nations, there is no restriction on opening up NC models to the intergalactic market. Jen blinks and she goes, actually, yeah, there's nothing, like, there's nothing that the U.S. could do. Technically, their jurisdiction ends out after the uh, out of the atmosphere, so um, we could sell the NC-12s to intergalactic buyers. Um, and it is at this point I would like Nikolai to roll. I'm not sure if it would be rapport or provoke. Because if you'll recall, Calvert is not exactly thrilled at the idea of more artificial intelligence, because uh, in his experience, 66% of it has gone bad. Uh-huh. Well, that's why I am. The regular intelligence was just, it's, it's just going great. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, that's why uh, in my presentation slash pitch, I am emphasizing points like off-planet is also beyond Silver Security's jurisdiction and concern, and uh, that the utmost safety precautions are being taken, uh, the personality of the NC-12s is being based on a... Uh, modified version of Nikolai's personality, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it would be rapport trying to okay. get on his so, good side. Yep. Um, so he is going to roll Will uh, to basically resist your sales pitch. You have to beat a seven. All right. Could I theoretically get a boost from Jen, who also wants this ha- to happen? Yeah, okay, I'll say that you get a boost. 
All right, like just a plus one from her also having rapport would work. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the base number is two, plus one would be three. And then I am prepared to spend all of my fate points to have this happen. <laughs> and pretty much all of my aspects are tied into the idea that I think there should be more of me. <laughs> Just burn all your fate points for the session right here, right now? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if Calvert has enough relevant aspects to make you spend all of them. You only have to spend two to tie. And a tie could be interesting. A success and a minor cost could be narratively interesting if Colin can swing it, right? Do you want to do that instead? Or do you want to win? It's up to you. Well, I might as well keep one in reserve. I'm, down, I'm back down to three fate points because I've got so many stunts. Okay. All right. So specifically, I am going to spend the aspect uh, Sapient Colony of Nanites. Like I said, my, my whole concept is that I think there should be more Sapient Colonies of superheroes out there. Mm-hmm. And second, I'm going to spend Heist Fund Dispensation money talks yeah part of the presentation includes the fact that uh, the surplus generated from my activities uh, on the intergalactic front are going to make uh, shipping and manufacturing costs relatively light on the company he leans forward on his in his desk and says, I'll do this on one condition. A six-month trial period. And if anything goes wrong, we detonate the NC-12s, and you never bring this up again. Very well. I believe a active demonstration would also be in the best interest of any potential buyers. Then you have a deal. And he actually... Uh, sticks out his uh, his hand for a handshake. Well, I accept it. I'll get Williamson to draw up the contracts in the meantime. Is that all? That is all for the new business for this meeting. Very well. Now, if you excuse me, I have other meetings I need to get to. And uh, Jen says... Uh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, thank you for your time, Mr. Calvert. And uh, she gets up and starts uh, heading out. And as I'm leaving with her, I just sort of mention, just sort of mention as an aside, is if the NC12 program does fail spectacularly, I will not mention it again, because by that point it will be time to move on to the NC13 project. <laughs> if we ever get to NC17, we're gonna get banned. Are you saying this to Jen, or are you just saying this so that uh, Calvert can hear? Oh, after Calvert's out of earshot, absolutely. Oh, oh okay, okay. That's so, that's what. I, yeah. Uh, that's why. That's why I was like, wait, hold on a second, wait. Yeah. If we ever get to the point where this becomes tricky, then it's going to be when it happens, not right now. <laughs> uh, she goes. Oh, Nikolai, you are going to get me fired one day.
Hello, it's old Megalad time. It's old Megalad time. Probably old Megalad and also still Zero. That's true. If, if Zero wants to pop in on this, he's more than welcome to. Once again, I must chime in that you should just refer to yourself as Mega Bloke. No. We've, we've already... To differentiate, differentiate between the two, okay? Also, you're too old to be a lad. Yeah, make a bloke. I mean, at this point, I've done what have I done? I've done Rockman joke, I've done Mega Man joke, and I've done Mega Lad. I think I've I've covered what's expected of me with this name. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, I guess. Sorry, you say. Uh, just clarifying, I may jump in from time to time, but by all means, take the lead. So, obviously, in my time in St. Louis... Is it St. Louis? St. Louis? St. Louis. I'm going to call it St. Louis. St. Louis. Uh, no, it's Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. Honestly, either one works. Cool. So, during my time in St. Louis... <laughs> I used to be French. St. <laughs> Louis. If you are a... If you are in St. Louis and you refer to it as St. Louis, someone someone in the town will punch you in the face. Um, well, that I know it always Collins. So, <laughs> during my time in St. Louis, um, I was part of the meeting where we discussed the B team. Um, didn't have much to say about them because don't know them. Um, so it's time to. So it's time to sort of investigate them, see what they can do. So, because um, I know they're they're developmental. It's trendsetters developmental. I forget what we call them. Groundbreakers. Groundbreakers. Ground Excellent. So off to. Are they? Did we establish? Are they working out of the same warehouse slash Robin's home as the rest of us, or um, do they have their own? I little... would imagine that. At first they would, but then it transitions to like they have they get their own base that isn't as nice. What are you talking about? Our base, our base is a warehouse. I think they'd be nice. Your base got hella upgraded. First, when Clockwork Futures like sponsored you, and then when Silver Security bought out Clockwork Futures, like the base is very nice. I'm not gonna lie, I've always thought of it as a shithole, but I guess you're the DM, so yeah. <laughs> Can confirm. It is very nice nowadays. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, it, it probably was a lot crappier back when you were active the first time. I don't think we've ever discussed. Anyway, it's by the by, time is money, and I've only got so much time. Um, yeah, uh, so let's go meet. Let's go meet the groundbreakers. All right. So. They are in their own base, basically doing drills. Um, Tasha is like sort of pacing behind, like pacing around the big training room that they have. And so uh, you see Morgana here is uh, is basically using her illusions in, uh, and such to uh, try and fight uh, the newly renamed Crosshair. So Sure Shot first changed uh, their name from Sure Shot to Crosshair, and then also changed their name from Ethan to Ellen, because it turns out she did some thinking on why she's just been like extremely unhappy with her life, and it turns out, oh shit, I I think I've been 
lying to myself the whole time. So yeah, um, she's Ellen now. There's just a lot of exceptionally self-loathing egg behavior going on with that individual. <laughs> so Morgana and Ellen are um, are currently like sparring. Uh, like so, like Crosshair will fire like a couple of arrows at Morgana, and Morgana will like throw up some fucking like not a hard light wall, but just a thing that makes aiming a lot harder, and like it bounces off some of the um some of the photons in there. Uh, and then she follows up by like rushing in and trying to like get her um, big like crescent staff uh, weapon like under Ellen's feet, but like she just sort of like flips over her. Uh, and then you've got um, Naga Fireball and Mooncat also sparring and, uh, and Mooncat's having a bit of, a little bit of trouble hitting Naga Fireball because when Naga Fireball is in her superhero form, she's literally made out of water and fire. So it's there's not a lot of physical things to hit there. But that's what this training's for, like thinking outside the box. So um what uh what Mooncat does eventually is create a hard like bubble around uh Naga Fireball and like they there's like no way for them to like leak out of it and then she just sort of like bounces it around the room and the entire time Tasha's Tosh is just like pacing around and watching them okay so I watch it for a while not saying a word and then when it seems like they're done or nearly done with their session I sort of clap my hands and say well done everyone um for those of you who don't know me due to my being missing the last five years. I am Megalad, the older one. There's two of me nowadays. It's complicated. Naga Fireball looks over at you and goes, Welcome back from the dead, I guess? Thank you. So, I see you're doing some training to help yourselves think outside the box and I appreciate that you're taking the initiative it's what we expect but as part of the developmental team I am sure you're expecting some time with um, the main team to train Ellen goes eventually yeah well eventually is today Tasha goes Oh, so you want you want to train now? It will require having to reschedule the cake building team building exercise. And I'm not physically present. You hear this on a loudspeaker. <laughs> Zero on a on a ranking scale from F to S, where S is good and F is bad. How important is the? Cake building, team building exercise for the, for this group. Cooking skills were requested to be improved by one of the groundbreakers. However, via your ranking system, I would have rated it a C. Okay. Um, oh, that was a request. Okay. Uh, I guess 
it sure it's a develop you know what i don't want to be imposing my will upon developmental who wants to train with me and who wants to bake a cake skyjack immediately goes Megalad, you want to know what the number one best thing that a team can have is? I agree, cake. She pulls out her guns and starts firing at you. Uh, so I need you to roll whatever you want to defend. Uh, she is going to roll shoot. Uh, what's this one? Oh, I can roll shoot or blast. All right, well, um, so she got a six. You got a two. So that's going to mark your fourth physical stress box. Do you have four? Yeah, they're all okay, clear. Okay, so mark the, mark, mark the, the fourth one and the fourth one only. And um, she says, the element of surprise. Exactly. <laughs> also that, because I failed, I do blur. Yes. So you see Groundbreakers, your team leader noticed. And at this point, as you're as you're ta- as you're talking, Ellen uh, starts reaching it into uh, her quiver and starts pulling out these special arrows and uh, is going to uh, is going to shoot at you, not to cause harm, but to try and uh, create an advantage. So, uh, so, what are you going to roll to defend against that? Because it's not explicitly dealing harm, so blur might not actually work. Again, Blur's just a failure state, so I don't mean to... For, for, also a pretty good band. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a physical projectile, so I'm still going to be blasting. All right, and because she is not going for... And because she's not going for damage, uh, she gets a... Um, one of her stunts is trick arrows. Uh, she can roll shoot at a plus two when creating an advantage. So uh, she's going to go ahead and... Uh, yeah, she beats your summon unless you want to spend a fate point on it. I'm going to be precise with this one and shoot her quiver. All right, so you are denying you're denying Crosshair to create an advantage, but um, so so you're going to keep standing there and talking, or are you going to uh, to actually do a move now? Um, I mean, I was shooting Cross Crosshair's quiver there. Well, that's 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 defending stuff though. Like you haven't act- okay. done your actual move yet. Okay, well, I guess I'll shoot Crosshair's quiver then shot the arrows out of the sky mid-flight and now the beam is turning onto the quiver to shut that shit down. Mm. Alright, so uh, she's going to roll athletics to uh, to try and dodge out of the way. Uh, she's going to spend a fate point on in order to like not completely lose her trick arrows. Uh, she's going to I should have changed her aspects. Um, give me one second I'm going to create new aspects for her because she has changed a lot in a couple months. I mean, so, that's uh, fine, but I'm f- fair warning. I'm also going to roll a fate point if she's doing that. Are you or sure you want to spend all your fate points on a training exercise? It's not like I'm going to have to really fight this session, and I've not got a lot. Most of my downtime, whatever we're calling it, is going to be talking. This is probably going to be the combat bit. And I've got five fate points anyway, because I haven't spent them all on stunts. Yeah, but you might need to, like, have a vision or something. What am I gonna, uh, well, I, I'll stick with three, but I'm going to spend a fate point because I want to make a point here in training. Um, I'm trying to think of a second one. I have archery-based super. I'll come up with a second one later. Um, so, yeah, she's going to use her uh, archery-based uh, super. 
stunt to uh, or archery based super aspect to uh, turn that uh, seven or turn that six into an eight. And then I'll use precise cosmic power again to turn my seven into a nine. All right, so she's basically out of uh, trick arrows, and she goes, "Son of a bitch!" That's the one, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Every enemy has a weakness. Crosshair, yours is that you or is that you rely on purely arrows. It seems. Therefore, shut the quiver down. Shut the crosshair down. I need you to roll notice for me. That's a five. Okay. Um, as you look around, you realize you don't see Mooncat anymore. Mm. That seems the element of surprise is being utilized well in this team. All right. So that was Mooncat's turn. And then uh, Morgana is going to finally go. She hops back from you and like makes these weird gestures and everything. And a point of light just flashes right in front of your eyes. I need you to roll me probably physique in order to resist being blinded. That's Jeez. five. Uh, yeah, you succeed. You successfully, um, like, you see her making those movements and you're like, oh, well, her whole thing is like illusions. So you just close your eyes real quick and then there's like a, you see a big flash of light, but you are not blinded by it. So, yeah. Uh, Skyjack is going to go again. Uh, she's going to basically use the, um, the training equipment in here to try and get a, um, a higher vantage point so that way uh, she can be able to survey the entire battlefield more easily. So she's going to roll athletics versus a flat difficulty, which I'm going to set at five, uh, which she fails at. She basically uh, cannot climb up fast enough and uh, and the, like, the equipment isn't like set up properly for her to get as good an vantage point as she wanted. Or actually... How about we just sort of modify this a bit? Because one of the deployable platforms that she was going to run up to get to a higher point just sort of zips out of the way and undeploys, and she slips and falls down to the ground, uh, rolls out of it like the professional she is. But uh, over the loudspeaker, you hear another point to remember never assume that you are the only one who has an element of surprise. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, it's Crosshair's turn. Luckily, you only destroyed her quiver of trick arrows. She is going to go, like, go into her uh, real arrows, like her actual, like, dangerous arrows, and try and um, shoot you for just regular normal damage as she like runs around trying to like duck behind cover. So I'm extremely tempted to spend a fate point on that. To That's all minuses. I'm sorry, That's girl. You suck today. All minuses. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a fate point on that and re-roll. Uh, either way, you're going to need to roll something to defend there, make a lad. I guess I'll try and blast it, but I didn't really mind too much it. 
There we are, seven. Seven. All right. Um, and that's not the only thing she's doing. Uh, so she, what she's attempting to do is get to the other side of the of the room because uh, there's spare trick arrows there. So uh, hold on one second. She's. I don't know if I want to make it an opposed roll for you to like, try and stop her, or if I just want to make it a uh, flat roll to get there. Make it before. opposed to me. As I okay. deploy more cover to get in her way. All right. Yeah. Um, she rolls a six on her athletics. So, uh, what are you going to roll there? Engineering. I'm at a distance. All right, go for it. Uh, nuts. Um. Well, Ellen manages to like use put put up like a bunch of cover and like poles and stuff to get in her way, and she just deftly like hands like does a hand somersault over the uh over the cover and then like just sort of like moves and flows like water around the um around the poles and uh she grabs her spare trick arrow quiver and slings it across her back and that's her turn and now it is Megalad's turn okay uh i think at this point it's probably time for something bigger so at this point i do the same shockwave attacks that young that young megalad used um, against xerox so filling the room kind of thing because remember i've not spent that extra dimensional energy yet i'm, I'm okay. not doing it to harm but i'm doing it to i guess that shockwave that was used against xerox yes and not everyone <laughs> Um, but I use that move, and it's another blast move. So what I'm going to do in order to just prevent myself from fucking making a billion and a half rolls is I'm going to find the person with the highest athletic score. I'm going to roll that for everybody. Uh, it looks like the highest among everybody here is a four. So go ahead and roll your blast. Uh, I'll say I'd at a say plus take two. the average athletic score. I think the average would be three. Well, you have to beat a five. All right. No, you no. don't. You extremely don't. <laughs> nope. I um, extremely don't. It's a non-lethal blast move, and the the point is to just knock everyone on their ass. And then I clap my hands and say, and that's the end of the first training session. All right. Do you want to know what you did wrong? Rolled badly. Go ahead. Go ahead and roll uh, notice one more time. Okay. You feel Mooncat sneak right up behind you, put a hard light uh, knife to your throat, and she goes, "No, but I can tell you that you let your guard down." Interesting. Okay. That was a five and an eight for the folks at home. <laughs> yeah, Gabby, get his ass. All right. Uh, and at that point, training will be called, I think. We'll move on. We'll stop acting in initiative. Okay. Lessons. Who wants to say something? Oh, I never had Naga Fireball do anything. Whoops. Oh, well. Uh, no, you, you had them try and blind me. No, that was Morgana. That was Skyjack. I just forgot that Naga Fireball... Naga. What Naga Fireball did was went to go do the cake because uh, he was the one who suggested the cake thing. 
That <laughs> okay. My mistake in the battle was I knew that Mooncat had become invisible, but I did not confirm that my blast had knocked her down. Oh no, I'm just real good at hiding. Either way, I didn't confirm that my blast had hit you regardless of whether you're good at hiding or... Anyway, what did you I simply do? hid from the blast. <laughs> it didn't see me, and so it moved on. She's got those levels in Rogue. She doesn't have to take damage if she succeeds on a save. <laughs> and bear in mind, a knife cannot kill me. Oh, I know, but this was a training exercise. Yes. So I was acting like if you weren't an immortal, weird, impervious thing. Uh, you passed. <laughs> well, no, hold on. I take issue with only Mooncat passing. You're not this here. This was a team fight. You're not this here. This was a team effort. No, I'm yes. just talking out of kind of. I'm, I'm talking. This was a character. team effort. And so Mooncat used the distraction her teammates gave her in order to effectively eliminate the target, which is you. So while the individual teammates did not succeed, the team as a whole did. Yeah, I'm trying to teach a lesson. Pretend Tasha said all that. <laughs> <sighs> but what didn't you do well? Ignore the facts. That Mooncat acted by them. In fact, no, don't ignore the fact. Mooncat acted independently and won the battle. She team. acted to her strengths, which I have 100% told her to do so. She likes That's to her sneak. role on the team. What she sneaks around. I she here. Anyone? Uh, Tasha, Tasha goes, okay, yeah, you didn't hear anybody calling out for instructions. Do you want to know why? She points to the earpieces in all of their e in her ear. She goes, "We all have these." Gabby was whispering communications to us the entire time. Ellen didn't remember that there were spare trick arrows over there until until Mooncat said something. I mean, that's not fair for me to not hear things if I've been rolling usually better than everyone on senses. I mean, She's whispering in their earpiece. Yeah, but still, I'm rolling better than them Do you want, on suits. Okay, go ahead. Actually, go ahead and roll notice or super senses or whatever you want. And I will roll stealth, I guess, to whisper. You could also use hands. Yeah. Okay. So actually, yeah, you would you would have heard. Um... So what? Yeah, I, I guess the lesson I'm trying to teach. We'll do this out of character because um, okay. I don't. What I'm trying to teach is that, from my perspective, they were acting as five individuals rather than as a unit, and that Mooncat was fair for acting fairly independently. Um, and while she won the fight as an individual, they didn't win the fight as a team, because had this been a real fight, four of them would have been incapacitated. That's what I'm trying to do. Is that fair, or am I being... Yeah, you're... That's fair, but also Tasha is going to argue with that and she's not going to let go, but relent because she doesn't believe that's the case. And that's fine. Two, two different people, yeah. two different personalities can believe two different things. From my perspective, 
as I guess I'm a bit of a veteran at this point, Mooncat won the fight for herself. Had this been a real encounter, I could have done more than knock you on your ass. You need to get better at coordinating your strengths as team. You, Crosshair, your abilities as I understand them are that you, I believe you have super accuracy. Is that correct? Yeah. When did that become just bows? There are a bunch of items on the ground. You have training weights, you have various balls and things. Why are you trying, you know? Because the training weights are weights and they would not throw well. Okay, I accept that point. You can launch an arrow way harder than I can throw a training weight. True, but have a selection. Oh, let me just like, here, I'll just keep a stash of shitty butter knives on me at all times. Bowlers, shurikens, guns, for God's sake, you can have rubber bullets. No, Ape, that campaign's over. You have a lot more versatility than a very visible quiver that, trust me, anyone you fight worth their salt is going to be looking at. And in a real exercise, you won't have another quiver of trick arrows just across the room. Skyjack, the climbing. You weren't aware of your environment. You knew that Zero was present as he just remarked about the cakes. Naga Fireball. I don't believe you did anything. I'm in here working on the cake. I wanted to do the cake thing. The cake exercise was postponed. Your team fought and you didn't. Right. I'm tired and I wanted to, and I wanted cake. Like you said it was an optional thing. I chose, uh, I optionally chose not to do it. Nobody said don't do that. <laughs> the purpose of the cake building, team building exercise is to build the cake together. I appreciate it does look like Colin G. <laughs> Just for fun, can you roll to see how good a cake it is? Roll for cake. <laughs> roll for cake. Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna roll 4DF and, and like whatever. Uh, give me a second. They don't really have made it to the batter at this point. Yeah, that's it's a one. A, it's an all right cake. It's a it's a one cake. It's it's. It's a one cake batter. <laughs> Not only did you ignore the team, your cake would have been better had you worked as a team. Honestly, I don't know that like cakes are a team exercise. I think cakes are like maybe one, maybe two people at most if it's like a big cake. You're not here, so you can't say those things. <laughs> I will say in its defense, however, that uh, first of all, it is a big cake. And second of all, the, the real tin building thing comes in with the icing and decorations. I mean, I'm sure it's edible, but... Uh, regardless, no, it's it's your, not, your friends were fighting and you ignored them to bake. That's the, like two separate sources of salmonella right there. Morgana, you had a good idea with the blindness. That would have been effective had you hit. <laughs> That's all. You had um, a good idea. 
that's all I have to say. It came at the wrong time. That should have led the attack. I believe a criticism to be made about it is that it is a predictable form of attack for one with your skill set. The blindness was a good idea, but attempt to distract the opponent. If you can't blind them, you have the ability of illusions. Make me look the other way. Finally, Mooncat, you did pass the exercise. You, for a normal human combatant and a lot of supervillains, that would have been enough to make them stand down. You did, however, act completely independently and in a more open environment. I guess she would have been knocked down, but then again, I cannot fault you for using the advantages, so well done. Get a sticker. I don't have stickers, but you can, uh, you get first dibs on frosting colours. The point is that you are all very talented individuals, and that's good. I want you to work as a team. You are not Morgana and Crosshair and Skyjack and Naga Fireball and Mooncat. You are the groundbreakers. Many of the encounters that I've faced as a trendsetter, I would not have survived if it weren't for my colleagues. That will be the same for you. If you were to truly help to change things on this planet, you will need to function together. And that's the purpose. That's the point of today's exercise. But criticism aside, you're all, you are all talented. And you, in terms of power sets, you would be, you, you, you are a force to be reckoned with once you work together. So thank you for indulging me today. Any questions? Nope, uh, there's, there's no questions. Well, you've done well, and uh, have fun. Have fun with your baking. If any of you want to approach me for individual, or if you'd like to do a team session again, I will be around. You have a month until Switch and Sundog return. So let's work together and impress them, eh? And as they walk away, kind of hear them mumble it. Like, you definitely, like, I'm not going to make you roll about this. You hear them mumbling, saying, like, how does he know, like, how we, what we're truly capable of teamwork-wise within, like, 12 seconds of combat? We barely got started and all that. But, like, it, they, they it pretty much accept all of what you said otherwise. Mooncat, please remember to add 20% more food coloring when preparing the frosting. <laughs> he said I got first dibs and this is the color I want to use please respect my cake authority zero
So, now we can skip to the appropriate time that uh, Kat wanted to skip to. The start of the second week of September. Yes. And uh, before you arrive back uh, in the city, um, you get a text message from uh, Bradford Arlen saying, uh, hey, noticed you haven't dropped the... um, Notice you haven't dropped the footage yet. Is there a place we can talk real quick about that? My response is, I will try to make time, but I haven't gotten back in the city yet. So we'll see. Uh, he says, uh, that's fine. Just please talk to me before you before you uh, drop the video. I thought of something pretty important, and uh, I would like to talk to you about it first. Sure. Hmm. Okay, so you are back. We're back. We walk in through the front door. We walk. We don't teleport. We return from holiday. Hello. Home sweet home. Uh, of note, Robin somehow looks like like half an inch shorter. And also they're tan. Just a little. How the heck are you getting tanned from mainland Europe? she went to the beach or something. We spent a lot of time in Italy. And some of that was in southern Italy. Yeah. I'll allow it. And it's summer. I'm glad that you allow us to be in southern Italy. (laughs) (laughs) You have my permission. That's the European. (laughs) So who all is at the base when we get home? I think I still live there, so me... What do I mean I think? I've got a bright red glowing door, of course I live there. Yeah, you've got... It's pretty obvious that you still live there. I'm I'm asking you to make declarations about the state of your character in the present moment. Or is blue Meg... Or is young Megalad the red... Either way, I'm I'm at the base, old Megalad. Young Megalad wouldn't be. And I would be aware of your itinerary, and so I would also have made a point to schedule things so that I would be present when you arrived. Cool. Colin, any NPCs? Uh, Reagan would be there. She's working. Uh, and she finally has a uh, working name. It's, uh, Aperture. And she basically was like, since I'm on, the way the way she came up with it is, uh, like, she's on camera duty. What are part of camera lenses? Okay, the only one with a cool name is is Aperture, so there we go. It works. I dig it. It's got a bit of punch to it. Well, if he hadn't come up with one by now, I was going to suggest Operator. You just want things that sound cool to yell into a piece. I have been explicit about this. Sadly, Reagan is gluten intolerant, and so for her, the cake was a lie. (laughs) I'm going to murder you. I hate you. Oh, it's weird. It's weird that this, like, this is the point where the podcast, like, disbands. No, no, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, Zero just doesn't exist anymore. Zero just dies. He disintegrates. Zero just wipes from the face of the fucking universe. Thanos snaps his fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, Reagan will go. Sorry, Felix. It's fine. Aperture is alright. Yeah, I, I, I can live with Aperture. You have... I 
I formally approve your name now. Thanks. I'm not going to change it. It was. It's, I consider it really cool. So it didn't matter if you blessed it or not. Anyways, hi. How's everybody doing? The city is not on fire. I noticed. We walked here. It's very not on fire. I discovered that the computer area is really cold, so I bought a nice warm coat. Hmm. Yeah, big crime computer needs a lot of cooling. I've been training the uh, groundbreakers a bit. Guess we were on video call that one time. Maybe we weren't. How uh, how you how are they doing? I do want to debrief with them in uh, you know, in a day or two. They, as individuals, they are strong as a team. They need. I gave a them bit twelve seconds and, de- and declared them unlike and declared them lacking. The first twelve seconds of battle are usually the most important. And then the following twelve seconds, and then the twelve seconds after that. Don't try it. The se- 12 seconds after that, though, unimportant. Everyone just stops and has tea. Sundown, then I that's 12 be, seconds after that. I thought you'd be happy that I don't have a stutter anymore. Please don't make fun of my voice. We're supposed to be friends. Why Why aren't you being a good friend right now? Stutter was, like, never an issue, dude. I, I, I got over Like, it congrats just, on... Your, I'm old. I, I am so old, like, I don't have on, a number improving the, yourself but the the voice goes after a while lots of things go gross okay. this is the second time in this episode which we have uh offhandedly referenced megalad's dick and i would like I, it to never ever my, happen again my, i wasn't talking about my stop looking at me like that stop stop it felix please stop sexualizing gary i'm very sexy he started it Anyways, anyways, um, I'm gonna unpack my stuff. I'm gonna like get a the blue hot dog that's been left in the oven too long. Okay, I'm going to send you home before you get worse. <laughs> I'm enjoying this reunion. <laughs> By which I mean I'm going to like physically grab the back of Felix's shirt and rotate him. Okay. <sighs> Go say hi to your family. Go unpack your shit. We're gonna we got business to talk when you get back. Go, go, okay. go, go, go. Alright. When everyone is ready. I was just a little bit choke. Okay, well, I have a big dick, so. Go. Goodbye. Goodbye. When, every, every, when everyone's ready, I do I do need to talk about the sex. I I need to talk Alright, I misheard speech. that, but I understand. okay. I'm gonna go. Yeah, bugger off. So I'm going to do what I said and unpack. Mm-hmm. I guess Felix is going to fly home and do the same. So we got back, you know, not early, early morning, but in the morning. So we can have a team meeting over lunch. So a couple hours later, we can all reconvene. Sit down in the comfortable chairs in the base and... I'm just waiting for Felix to get here. I mean, the talk for me doesn't have to be today if you guys have downtime stuff you want to do. 
I keep okay, calling it downtime because this is downtime for me. I have many the plans. I got coffee and donuts. Huzzah! I don't know everyone. I like. I at this point, I like. I still don't know everyone's personal preferences. So it's just straight black. But I brought uh, creamer and sugar, and um, creamer. yeah, just you like cream. Creamer. I barely know her. I decided something a couple of weeks ago, and that's that. Robin doesn't drink coffee like at all. But Felix kind of got them into it with, with all the nice European coffees while they were out on vacation. So Robin drinks coffee to enjoy coffee. coffee. Nice. Does but Robin put coffee. hot sauce in coffee? No, that, that the whole hot sauce thing is long past. We're bringing it back, baby. Regan grabs a coffee and just starts pouring so much cream and sugar into it. It will not taste like coffee at all. I imagine that is the point. She has to get a separate cup. You like some coffee with your sugar? Pour half yeah. of the coffee into that other cup. I'm very yeah. tempted to just slap that out of her hands, to be honest. Here is a cup of whipped cream with two ounces of coffee in it. <laughs> Pretty much, there we go. I, I don't slap it out of her hands, but I I am looking at her so hard right now. Like, I share okay. in the look. She... she she stares right at you, Megalad, as she just goes. You realize that's going to stunt your growth and you're already short enough. I don't think there's enough coffee in there to stunt the growth. We're going to have no teeth. She's going to have diabetes. Oh, actually, uh, you all keep bantering. I need to have, like, a five-minute meeting uh, out of the base. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go to the DHEA building while everybody's getting the bants out of their system. Alright. See you in a bit. Did you leave any cream for anyone else? <laughs> no. The last thing you hear before you go to the DHEA building, my spine is slowly dis uh, dissolving into another dimension. I, I deserve this. No, it's going to make things worse. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, you pop in um, to the you pop it in at the uh, DHEA building, and uh, the receptionist goes, "Oh, hey, I haven't seen you in a while." Yeah, I've been out. Cool. Uh, I the, think uh, the boss wants to talk to me. Yeah, I, I was told to uh, to let you up in the buzz them when you're on your way so uh go ahead um unlocks the elevator for you and basically says uh mr arlen your your to be determined meeting is here and he goes all right cool thanks take the elevator up yep i'm in street clothes i have my mask and that's it all right um so when you get up he goes hey yeah um quick quick thing. Uh, I'm sure you're kind of busy right now, so I'm not going to take too much of your time. Um, I, I don't say anything. I like, I widen my eyes a bit and I like swirl my finger horizontally as like a this room kind of thing. Like, are you the, we're having this conversation in this room? Oh, right. Um, do the thing. I make come here motions. We have, this room yeah, is he, Venturium that, yeah, shielded. He, we have to... Yeah. 
yeah, he he uh, he follows you, and then when you get to a safe spot, uh, you I guess you go to the bunker in Nevada. Yeah. All right. He goes. Um. Before you drop the footage, edit out any reference to Project Junction Burn, please. I'll bring it up with my team. I'm only asking as a matter of national security. We already provoke the transistor tyrant just by existing. We don't need to give him even more excuses to come and fuck shit up with us by saying, hey, we're actively trying to get rid of you. Right. Well, we wouldn't have much of anything to edit out anyways, just the name. We skipped that floor. All right. I, he's a smart guy. I think he might it might not be readily apparent, but but we might blur it or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah, figure it out. Just just that's that's all. I, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to let just please I don't include not everything. Rapidly everything a else couple of times. Everything else I'm fine with. Let's take that bastard down. Junction burn. No, I don't want civilians getting hurt. Cool, cool. Um, I'm just sending you straight back to your office. I got another thing to do. And I send him straight back to the ground floor of the DHEA building. Alright. And then I go home. Yep, have we gotten the bands out of our system? Yes. For now. Mostly. I'm just saying you'll that much creamer. No credible study has so far linked consistent uh, blood sugar levels to the amount of cosmic energy that someone is capable of sustaining. I'm just more concerned that like, you don't move a lot, Reagan. I work out plenty! You think my entire life is this base? I don't live here, I go jogging in the morning! Yeah, but you're fine, you're not going to be moving forever. Wow! Anyway. Come on. Let's focus All right, up. you've successfully flipped my side. Good job. <laughs> Let's focus up. Come on. So, gather in, gather in, gather in, everybody. Um, Reagan, we're going to be talking about, like, high-level stuff. I don't know if you feel like you're enough of a part of a team that you want to be present for it, but this is high-level stuff. We do not maintain security levels at this organization, so whether you wish to be present or not is entirely up to you. Stuff I am going to say, though, the more people know about it, the more danger we're all in. I'm going to go take my coffee, and I'm going to go for a nice walk. I'm going to go for a nice walk. Consider this my lunch break. And she just walks out. Okay. I wait until she leaves. All right, everybody. So, while we were out on vacation, which was a good time, I can, I can tell you all about it later, but we have some things we need to immediately move into. And one of them is that I got a message back from the gearheads. They will not be providing any support with regards to tracking Eskridge's position. So we're on our own on that front, which means we need to make a decision about 
dropping the footage. It needs to be soon because we've been sitting on it for like three months now. We, we editing it? Editing it? I mean, we wouldn't edit it. Arlen, okay, so before we left, I had a conversation with Arlen about putting him in Eskridge's position, and he actually walked me through all of the different projects that were in there, what they're all meant to do. Some of them are actually kind of neat. Um, like uh, that fucking the, the Matrix one, Project Wachowski, that's supposed to be like instantaneous training, like downloading information into people's heads. That's kind of neat, huh? Um, and then I saw the announcement about Project Arundel, so, you know, now we know what that one actually is. But the, the important one is uh, Junction Burn. Apparently that is an anti-transistor tyrant project. Like, they are specifically trying to formulate a hard counter to him. He wants us to edit that one out. I know we didn't pass through the floor, but even just censoring the name... that He's asking for something like that. I am capable of applying a mosaic to the footage. It seems like an easy enough change to make to completely eradicate footage and... While things with the DHEA are going to get more difficult, why burn goodwill with the friends we have there? Yeah, okay. Um, we wouldn't be eradicating the footage. I don't want there to be a jump cut, because that adds a level of dishonesty to the footage. I don't want it to cut until the very end, but a, a mosaic or something of the like would be good. I concur. Can we be careful with the mosaic? I've not yeah. met the transistor tyrant, but he is. Maybe just black bars, actually, instead of a mosaic, because I have heard that those can be, like, decrypted nowadays. I think everything we can do to that bit of footage we do to it, the more the better. Yeah. It is a matter of the degree of pixelization that is applied to that particular portion of the footage. Pixelate it, black bar it, everything. Okay. Although, um, I actually did kind of have a, a thought about that, because, you know, it's Archibald DeFay. How many Yomi layers are you on? If Eskridge is a deep fake, it would absolutely make sense that the Transistor Tyrant prompted the American anti-super federal agency to make a project that is specifically anti-him, that he is aware of all of the steps of so he can plan to counter the counter. Or even just take over the counter and just be like, oh, you have done actions directly against me. I now have all the justification I need to launch another direct assault upon the United States of America. I would not put it past this guy to do that kind of shit. Yeah, but let's assume he knows, but at the same time, let's not give him the raison d'etre to launch his own... I believe in this case, the term would be casus belli. Regardless. Let's not do it. Um, <laughs> Regardless, so, yeah. Let's not be the excuse ourselves that he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, besides that, we don't need to edit that. I'm thinking we also release our recording of the conversation with Eskridge, when he came here, 
so everybody knows what he's actually all about. Um, I figure we should also include a statement from the team, just to record something, to be like, to contextualize it, and, I don't know, voice how we would like this to proceed, kind of throw our clout Special press release from the trendsetter's desk, this guy is a fucker. Are we narrating the footage itself or releasing that unedited and recording a statement before or after? I think the latter is how I'd like to do it. I have a question. Yes. Would you like me to also provide discretion for the other positive projects located within the base? Like what? As you mentioned, the Wachowski, and I believe the projects for introducing better optics into the DHEA's uniform. Refraction. Yeah, yeah. What about them? Some projects are kept secret, not because they are shameful, but because that secrecy provides an edge to the agents who make use of them. Uh, okay. Um, I would say no, just because we don't know that all of the test subjects for Wachowski were there voluntarily, so we should include it. And it's not like immediately visually apparent what's going on. It just looks like people are having their gray matter jacked into a computer. The more we suppress of the video the more likely it is that the general public would would find ways to object call it into question yes it's a good thought but i think no i think we keep everything except the placard for junction burn live if i could provide a counter argument If precisely one part of the footage is censored, then it will draw a significant amount of attention to it. Oh, that's actually true. I think the optics is safe enough to censor as well. And there would be an argument that we could say we have censored one or two things as a matter of national security. Wachowski is, by my reckoning, the more concerning of the projects that Zero mentions. We could also express the uh, censorship as a means of proving that we do not wish the dismantlement of the DHEA as an organization. Simply it's reorganization into a more useful design. And for you guys as well, I think it's important. How can I put this? I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure of the status with Zero, but Switch, Sundog, and um, Poltergeist. The three of you, or the, well, Poltergeist can't be here, but regardless, outside the Zero situation, Switch and Sundog, you are American citizens. It 
it is very likely that this will be construed as an act of treason, the outcome of which, depending on the outcome of trial, could be a death sentence. I, I'm probably insulated because I'm a UK citizen, so worst they can do to the young me is deport him, and I wasn't there. Uh, Zero, really not sure about your status. I'm not going to lie. But I don't think we actually meet the legal definition of treason for this. That has like a very specific definition. I'm going to Google it just as I know. It involves providing aid to the enemies of the state. Yeah. I had to look it up for SoCal. I think any, uh, well, any supervision, any supervillain, like, legitimate supervillain would could be construed as an enemy of the state in, in any event it would certainly qualify as a federal crime if not treason itself though I would mention that it is extraordinarily unlikely that a death sentence would be sought Colin who's in power Democrats or Republicans um now e- even with Republicans honestly I think the DHEA would probably be pushing for treason. I don't think they could make that charge stick. I think they would lose that one. Yeah, they would lose that one because you're not providing. Also, it's, it's very. We would technically be whistleblowers, I think. I mean, yes. Although, on the other hand, they're, they're trying to do Assange. They tried to do the other one for treason. Snowden. Yeah. Or um, um, Manning. Yeah, either one, but. I think real life situation you guys would be in I think they'd try for treason well they they try for whatever would they could get to stick yeah so treason adhering to their enemies so I think Eskridge would this is just me thinking out of character and obviously it's Colin's decision but I think Eskridge would certainly push for for aiding enemies of the state he'd probably say well now that like the international supervillains know about it kind of thing then again that's just me so the in character I'm giving the the, the the warning if Eskridge doesn't stay in power he can't push for anything the entire point of this is to get Eskridge out of power showing that this guy is fucked beyond, beyond all belief and he should not be in charge of anything and like if that goes through then like he can't do anything it would be up to the new director and considering who you guys want to become the new director he probably wouldn't press any charges at all okay what i'll say in character then is for certainly for switch and sundog and potentially for you as well zero you are u.s citizens i don't know whether they'd push for treason, but certainly they'd push for a federal crime. Hmm. Assuming we can't get our guy into office, which we're hoping for. I, just, I believe in this case, the letter of the law is less important than the political will behind hmm. any action against the trendsetters. I, I mean, I think it's a good idea, but I am saying that from the position of someone who is more insulated from the consequences of the actions. I wasn't there and I'm not a citizen. And I appreciate your consideration. I 
I think I'm good. I won't speak for Felix, but I think I'm good to do this. Felix? Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly just kind of here for the ride at this point, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, just the censoring of, I guess, refraction, just because, and then junction burn, and conversation with Eskridge and we need to record a statement and then and this is where I have to say with no shame Felix you were absolutely 100% correct I should have kept Eskridge as a coat rack thank you thank you (laughs) Where's this not for the from? reason you think. Oh. I'll take it See, anyway. I, you were absolutely right, but for the wrong reason. <laughs> the actual reason is that I, at the time, I was... I was too mentally busy. I had too much going on. We had to turn around in just a couple of hours to go hunt down the Blue Bandit, and I was still kind of tired from the Black Sight and the fight with Xerox, and I just had that entire conversation with Eskridge happen, and so I missed it. It just, it completely did not occur to me until it was too late. If I can frame it right, I can use my powers to fix anything. Uh, I could have fixed that Eskridge bot. I could retrieve the robotic frame from the lake. Didn't I disintegrate it? I'm pretty sure I disintegrated it. I don't recall that detail. I'm pretty I sure I just, which way it is. I'm pretty sure I blasted it into its constituent atoms because I was concerned about surveillance. Doesn't sound familiar, but also it's been a while. I guess that's what the I can't rule one way or another. It's either that or I threw it in the bay. It's one of the two. Uh, not a bay, a lake. Lake Erie. The bake. The shake. No. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that because we were concerned about surveillance, I went into that thing and discovered that all the circuits had been fried. Yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. Yes, I do remember that. I'm 90% sure I fracked it, but I don't remember. Like I said, like I said it's been a while. Well, let's leave it an open question for now and just proceed. So, we need to get a hold of an Eskridge. I don't actually care if it's a robot, because even if it's a robot, I can work with that. But we have to get a hold of one somehow. And Arlen told me that Eskridge stopped showing up for work like three months ago. Hmm. How replaceable is the robot? So I don't know. We might have lost our shot 
to physically have him cornered. We'll have to see if he, like, shows up in any capacity at a trial before Congress. I don't think it would help our case if you were seen kidnapping Eskridge. Oh, like, if he showed up, I would wait for him to fucking pull his ragdoll shtick. And then I would just, like, come down out of the rafters and be like, Thanks, fam. I'm gonna take this home and experiment on it. I think if we're going for a PR drive, we need to be seen as the good guys. I mean, yeah. That probably means switch. Endeavor to avoid any more com any more national TV appearances where you say I am the su- I am a supervillain. This is my city. Whatever, I don't go around saying that all the time. You do on television, though, and that's the problem. No, I don't, actually. The one time I've done that on television recently, I said, this is your city, to the people of Deco. Okay, well, avoid saying you're a soup villain. No. Anyways. <laughs> um... Okay, I know I just shot you down, but actually, Gary, if Eskridge doesn't show up before Congress, I remember you did some kind of trick to figure out that Xerox was in Deco. Can you do something similar to that to figure out where A, Calvin Eskridge is? Now or... I can do it now. I mean, we've all got shit to do today. I don't know if we're ready to jump in on this now. I think after we drop the footage. I've, you know what? It'd be useful to know if there is either a robot or a person running around at this point or whether. And it's not like it costs me anything. If Calvin Eskridge was an identity from the start, and if that identity has now been burned, that would be information we do not yet have. I need you guys, how this works, I need, I can only see very specific things. The more specific, the easier. What would you like? And I put sort of two fingers to my temple and say, what is the specific question? What city block is Calvin Eskridge in right now? Or perhaps, if we do not use the name, what city block is the current location of the head of the DHEA? Okay, Colin, that's what I want to see. Um, so it's time for visions again, which I've not done okay. in a while. Uh, spend yep. a fate point, roll will, and describe what I want to see. The GM will spend a difficult. So I guess you set a difficulty, then I roll will. Yep. Yes. Um. Five. That's a two. Um. I can, you spend, can spend a fate two point. Fate points. Spend a You'd fate have to spend two to make it, to make it to make it a success. Yeah. yeah. That's on top of what you spent to just get the option. Yeah, so you'd have to spend a total of three. And I suppose this isn't a thing that other people can, and it's probably not something that other people can help with. 
unless we can rephrase the question. No, I, I don't, I don't think so. You know what? It's not like I'm gonna have any. Yeah, let's just spend those fate points. So I have zero now. So. Okay. Um, which aspects are you invoking? Uh, I'm invoking precise cosmic power. I'm gonna be very. Spe- I want to be very specific. It's a very specific question, so I'm being very specific in my look, and I'm using vast cosmic knowledge because I have a. Although this isn't a situation I've seen in other universes, I would have a general knowledge of where heads of the GHEA, like like common meetings, that kind of thing, like broad, very broad scheduling. Now I'm hoping that Colin invokes one of my invokes my trouble, so I get a fake point back. <laughs> um... You've not invoked troubles for a while. Colin doesn't compel very often. No, I don't compel very often. So when you ask that, what you get is a vision, and it is not a city block that you see. In fact, it is not even on land. What you see is this point it would just be a skeleton on the bottom of some body of water hmm so a skeleton on like a human skeleton or a human skeleton at the bottom of some body of water but I asked for the head of the DHEA as opposed to right? Eskridge yes well technically Eskridge is the name is named the head of the DHEA. But Colin, I I'm going to argue with on I'm going to argue with you on this one, motherfucker. If Calvin Eskridge is dead, he's not the head of the DHEA. Yeah, if I asked Eskridge, that'd be a valid answer. But I think the person acting as the head of the DHEA would be what I'd see in this instance. Well, I I if I could offer a counter-argument, if the Transistor Tyrant has killed Eskridge and removed himself from the equation, then he's not the head either. But the robot would be, if there is a current Eskridge robot. But there might not be. No Eskridge has been seen in three months. But then we would get a blank. But if there's a current head of the DHEA, that's what I would see because I've succeeded. Yeah, it sounds like the uh, the vision saw the closest thing to what there used to be of one. I mean, the arguments have been made. Colin, what do you want to say? I feel like I'm giving you, even though I'm not giving you exactly what you want, I'm giving you a pretty big piece of information. Okay. Um, then Eskridge is dead and has been for a while if it's just a skeleton. I take my fingers off my temple and say, Eskridge is dead. Oh. Cool. Interesting. There's a skeleton on uh, a body of water, and given that this planet is mostly water, I can't be specific, but given that I looked for the current head, 
and I only found a skeleton, that means that would imply the DHEA is currently unheaded. People are, as with all big organizations, it's running on inertia. Listen, man, we can't discount, discount skeletal Americans. That's a major group of people. Uh, I mean, I, if it, all I looked for was the current head and the current head is dead. If there were a robot, I would have seen that with that question. So whether something's happening or not at the moment, at this specific point in time, the DHEA is continuing with what it's doing in the absence of new instructions from Anne Eskridge. I'm sure if the situation remains the same, someone will eventually realize, but... Well, we're going to change the situation in a minute. Well, bureaucracy is bureaucracy. At the very okay. least, this does prove that we have one fewer obstacle than we expected and can thus move certain aspects of our plan forward. There's too much water. I can't pinpoint the body and without pinpointing the body and the skeleton to be identifiable from dental records, but without knowing where the body is, my word alone, as someone who is been very erratic these past few well when I reappeared my words alone is probably not great I don't know if we need to come forward on this I think if we drop this information and then he gets called up to congress and doesn't fucking show up I, I don't know how that will actually affect us we could start anonymous internet rumors that Eskridge has died or permanently disappeared in some fashion. I'm with Switch. If we're going to release this information, now is the time. Because... But regardless, the real Eskridge is dead, and that is an... Well... You all know that's a sign of foul play. Dead in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that's a dumped-ass corpse. Dead and replaced with a robot. Who could... I don't think it takes much... Who was also dead. Well... <laughs> I don't think it takes much speculation. That it's interesting that both of them that. were dumped into a body of water. It's like poetry. <laughs> it rhymes. But now is okay. the time. All right, so um, that simultaneously simplifies and complicates things. I think next step is going to be putting together our release package. Zero, can I entrust the video editing to you? It has been in progress throughout this meeting. Oh, sick. Okay. I was going to say, like... It's probably been doing that the entire time you've been talking. It's been it's been three months. I think it, the only thing left to do would be the uh... censorship. Yeah. Yeah. In addition, I have discussed matters with the uh, private security lobby 
they have the ear of a number of senators and congresspeople. And if they can spin this revelation into a win, that would go a long way to covering our asses from the legal system. Um, we need to record a statement. When does everybody want to do that? Uh, hmm. I mean, we kind of like I personally, I all I would want to say is I would just want to like give context for how we did this, and then say like we do not release this in order to facilitate the destruction of the DHEA. We would like them to stay around, but they are obviously in need of reform. And as a team, we would like to nominate Agent Bradford Arland to be the new head of the DHEA to lead these reforms. That's all I would want to say on the statement. So we're going to not call out the transistor tyrant because we don't want to give him an excuse. Does us publicly naming a successor, do you think, given that do you think that's a good idea? We're the shit stirrers. I think us presenting a problem and solution would be good. Instead of naming him specifically, maybe we should just say we need someone that present, represents his qualities. Someone with cool tattoos. <laughs> and psychic um, powers. I was going to say more integrity and a willingness to work with the superhero community as a as opposed to someone who wishes to we could send word of the specific nomination to one of the senators working with the private security lobby have them be the one to put the name forward that would actually probably be good i just i do want him specifically to be nominated whether it's by us or somebody else i would like it if he was in charge at least for long enough because he actually doesn't want it i talked with him about this he doesn't want the position but i want him to have it at least long enough for him to put somebody he would want to have the position into power i think in that case we're better off with calling for someone with particular values and then privately floating his name okay works for me Any other aside products? from that we should also provide context for the limited censorship mm. yeah 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 I think we probably need to identify the specifics of the projects we're most concerned with which uh, project cosmics Lazarus and Blue Bomber would be my votes. Also the secret prison and the intellectual property theft. Except, well, the secret prison, the human rights abuses, the maintenance of prisoners on Earth as opposed to releasing them to their own planet. In our narrative, we need to focus on well, the, the bottom three projects, Lazarus, Blue Bomber, and Cosmic, while also drawing attention to their use of known supervillains and general human rights and crimes against humanity. Remember, regardless of what we think of the CAC, we as humans must still apply our values. 
it's a big universe. Might not be a popular position to advocate for cap rights, but I I don't know if we need to draw uh, attention to anything. I think everything can speak for itself, except for the ones that we skipped, and then we could add narration, I guess. Or uh, just explanation as part of our statement. I think emphasizing certain flaws. Um, I guess. Yeah. Because we skipped cosmic, so like. But we know. Unless we want to reveal that we've been talking to Bradford to get the lowdown on it, we technically don't have a reason to know what's in there because on video we skipped it. On video we skipped it, but do we have to name our source? We could put it forth as a hypothesis. As something that deep down, there's no way we couldn't have gotten it without an inside source, and like a real inside source. I don't want them to have an excuse to shoot down Arlen's nomination. Out of character, would I know about... Would I... Because I think there's been a guy who's been through Project Cosmic, and I think Poltergeist was as well. No, wait. Fucking Eskridge told us what Cosmic is in the conversation. He outlined it to us completely. Yeah, he did. Right, that was the one he wanted saved. Yeah, that and uh, Tiberius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we actually, we don't, I I can backtrack everything I was saying. Uh, We can call it out by name because we know what's up with it. Eskridge told us. Also, um, only Penny would know about uh, Kevin. Quail, yeah. Because, because uh, he, he kept it secret, and then as soon as someone figured out that he was uh, Rethink, he he retired from superhero superheroing, has barely used his power since. He tries to use them as little as possible. He wants to live as normal life as possible. I, uh, if I... If there's something that's happened to the skip that I don't know about, I'm just going to say out of character, do I know about it? Because I, I know I've had videos, but those won't cover everything. That, that does raise an additional question. Do we want to censor Project Tiberius? It occurs to me that such a project would be better suited to being out in the open and uh, administered by NASA. Which one was that? That's the Faster Than Light engine. It's the other one that Eskridge wanted to keep around. There's no need to censor Project Tiberius. I don't... It's not got any harm to national security, and I think it's worth where we can pointing out the projects that would be of benefit as well. Our point here is the human rights abuses and the negative projects. We don't want to stop the DHE having projects. It's just what they're doing at the moment. I would like to concur. I would be pretty okay, TBH, with a faster-than-light engine being moved into NASA's purview for development. I don't think any of us are arguing against regulation of the super community. It's just at the moment... What we have is not a regulator, we have an enforcer. 
It is not regulation, but repression. Sunshine, you've been super quiet. Do you have any thoughts? I mean, I'm, this is like a little beyond me. I just go to college and beat up robbers for the most part. Um, you've been to space twice, and on one of those occasions, you took down one of the seven most powerful entities in in the multiverse. You have a say. You also have a say because you're part of the team, and we value your input. But like the whole. His whole political, his whole political thing is a little out of my depth. I, I am, like, I appreciate, like, like, this is something we should definitely be doing, and I'm wholeheartedly support it. But, like, I'm just here to try to help. If you're sure, I mean, don't keep yourself down you're in a team with what three of the most powerful things in the world you can help keep us grounded yeah no like so far I've got like nothing to add you I see real no well aside from like the whole what the fuck are we actually doing let's just go home and watch movies and just pretend everything's fine aspect I don't see any major flaws with the plan. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So I think we can kind of like clock wipe through putting the package together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna sorry, I'd, I'd use the uh, meeting for one other purpose as well. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just... Oh, okay bringing this particular plot thread just tying a knot in it so we can move on to the thing that you want to do which i'm gonna say that you know zero would finish the editing export everything also export the conversation with eskridge and then we as a team would record the statement with you know all the different facets that we talked about and we get all that thrown into a zip file and then i Assume in the past three months, Zero has investigated the channels to disseminate this file out through. Yeah, hitting multiple venues at once just to make sure none of them can get shut down in time. So now we can officially declare that the bomb has been dropped. Bomb has been planted. We'd put it on our official channels as well, wouldn't we? I mean, yeah, we'd probably send it to like. CNN, MSNBC, I mean, our, BBC, all that like, shit. Like trendsetters. Oh, yeah. Put, put it on social media. Put the human rights abuses on our social media account. Slap this shit on Twitter. Well, yeah. We're gonna, exactly. Gonna put some filters on the video for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, the it, melting cack feels really great in sepia. As hashtag trendsetters, we would absolutely have a YouTube and. I'm sure Zero will be setting up a couple of like, of like, like you know, burn, what are they, burner accounts, something like that, on Twitter and that. But yeah, uh, media and social media blitz. I think we can just leave it at that. Mm. Yeah. What about ballrooms? Yeah. What about ballroom blitzes? 
I don't know if there are many of those. First, in you have to get the man in the back, and then you have to get the girl in the corner. No, the suite's got that covered. Don't worry. <laughs> so, officially now, the bomb has been dropped. And now we wait for the world to respond. But in the meantime... <sighs> there is another issue. There's always another issue with you. Which your recent actions have placed us in danger. When you took my powers, you have probably increased the risk of alerting another of the six to this universe. How do you figure? At the moment, you... As far as I'm aware, this team is aware of three of the six. The mentor, the de facto leader of the six, possibly the first sentient entity in the multiverse. The librarian, which you have faced. We've met. A collector of data, knowledge. A destroyer of data. Indeed. The Enforcer. An inter... And the super cop. Yeah. Yes, a cop. Generally fair, but who knows what the laws it enforces actually are. Ignorance of the law is not an excuse in its eyes, but who is to know what the laws are? I think it's, I avoid revealing members of the six that you do not know because knowing their names and purpose is in itself an attractant. But now that Switch has acquired the blur, I am left with no alternative but to inform you of the new threat the fourth threat. And that is, I have described before the multiverse as a tree, a garden, each parallel universe making its own branch. The gardener is the one that prunes the bush, the tree, the flower, whatever you may have it, and keeps it healthy. Now, in, in order to do that, it prunes universes that it considers harmful. Uh, let's say that an entity crosses universes to invade, to, to harm. The gardener would not like that. And this entity's name is the gardener. Cool, so guess it's a good thing we stopped the CAC from doing that a couple years ago. Indeed, though I think the Enforcer would have had issue as well, but certainly the Gardener would have pruned us had they been successful. Now why would they prune us? Why wouldn't it attack the offending universe rather than the offended? Because 
the Kakf, as they exist in Lime's universe, have their own order, their own purpose in the grand scheme of things. And sometimes it suits the gardener's purpose to have another universe conquered by the Kakf, but it is mercurial and has its own concept of beauty completely alien to what you or I would consider beautiful. Having seen its actions, I cannot understand its motives, but I do know that it looks dimly on cross-universe channel, cross-multiverse channel, particularly from individuals that don't normally possess that ability. For me, or the younger me, or Grumbungus, or even Prime, it would probably turn a blind eye as we naturally have that ability to some extent. The Capfu developed it through technology. It would depend on what, whether it considered the effects beautiful. You, however, you are the first switch that I'm aware of to now have that ability to create a new multiverse and pick the favoured outcome. That is the blur. You here maintain the, out, the beneficial outcome of a hit and another universe is created where you bear the negatives. I kind of I cross my arms and I sit back a bit. I kind of cock my head. Really? I'm the first one that's done this. That can't be right. Well, you're not the first, but now you are something new. And you were definitely the first switch. Yeah, I mean, the first one of my kind to do this. That is improbable, but I have no means of proving you incorrect presently. So I won't push it. We could ask Wikipedia. Usually, when you or I disagree, it leads to a bigger conflict. <sighs> Invariably, one of us kills the other. You've seen Prime, he killed you. Out there, there are switches that have killed me. Those universes don't end well. I like this universe. This one's yes. a good one. It has you in it. I'm very invested in its continued survival. Mm. Aww. For much as we may oppose one another, the universe is better having the two of us in it and in broad alignment. You talked of suppressing the blur. Tuning it, to be clear. I only wanted to activate if you or the other one takes a swing at me. It's difficult. As I've said before, the blur is instinctive. I don't know how I do it. Until you can get a handle on it, and I will help you to the best of my ability. Don't get hit. The more universes you create, the more attention you draw. Well, I don't plan on getting hit, 
and also philosophically. And you know, no shade onto you. This is not something you chose. This is not something you are able to help, but I chose this. And so I get to make value judgments on my position in it. And I find the idea of foisting the consequences of my actions, of my failures, off onto somebody else like that to be kind of gross. So I don't want this happening. So we're in agreement there, at least. Hmm. If I fuck up, I would rather be the only one who suffers for it, to the greatest extent possible. Agreed. Well, we know four of the six. I'd rather not know any more. I'd rather- I said this before, I don't want to interact with any of them in any capacity, ever. I had enough of that. Already? Yeah. They kinda suck. I've had to do it twice so far. It's awful. Never again, please. <laughs> I hope we're that lucky. I really do. But... This world, this particular multiverse, does seem to be a nexus for extra-dimensional travelers. Where we are, got it. For multiversal invaders. For whatever reason, this place, this universe, is very central to the, 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 the trunk. I mean, that would be... That would be because of you, because you're one displaced from the core wood. That would put us very close to the middle. It, I mean, I can't deny that, but this is, universe has been around a lot longer than me. And there's just something about it that makes it exceptional. This is the universe in which one of the seven was dismantled. Well, there's that, but think of the Seven as existing both within and without. The host did not exist just here. The host was everywhere and here. But the host was stopped here. Yes. And by stopping it here, we have stopped it everywhere. The host is no longer, unless it gets its powers back. The host is no longer a factor anywhere because of our actions here. Like I said, there's something about this universe that produces exceptional individuals and draws exceptional threat. They will be watching the Six, and I don't think we can preclude the idea that one or more of them We'll come here. We need our defences strong, but the best defence is to not be noticed. Right, well, like I said, I am down to not contribute to that. <sighs> hey, uh, while we're on the subject, um, th this would have been like something you've dealt with for your entire life, I guess, so maybe you don't notice it, but like 
Like, does the burning ever blue? stop? No, not that. Does, does, does the burning ever stop? What burning? I, I can feel the energy under my skin, and it's hot, and it itches, and it's driving me nuts. I'm trying real hard to keep it together. It's not great. I don't feel it. I figured you wanted shit. Okay. Look, I've realized this probably isn't what you want, but I can draw some of it out. But as long as you're absorbing energy, you're probably going to feel the need to use it. I... I haven't used it at all, and I don't... I'm gonna be very real here. I don't know if I trust you to do that right now. I'll try and figure something out. At some point, you're going to have to trust one of us, me or the younger one. We're ready to trust you, to be honest, but still don't. Bear in mind, I've put all my cards on the table. I'm not happy that you've done this. I feel very betrayed by you that what there would have been another way if you could talk to me maybe I don't know but I told you the consequences of hurting you of fighting you and the consequences of you fighting me are too dire I do not wish to see this world condemned to darkness because of one of our egos choice is yours, but I suspect the only way to get rid of the burning feeling is to give up the power, to use the power, or to have me absorb the power. The choice is in your hands. I'll think about it. If that's the end of the scene, does anybody else have anything they want to do? I do have a thing that uh, I could needed to for like the next session, but if anybody else wants to do like a thing before I have many that happens, I want to do. Well then, let's let's get to it. I want to have a debrief with the Groundbreakers. I want to go talk to Loveless. Probably take Felix on that one since it concerns Tiffany primarily. Okay. You also have the time cops thing, but uh, that can happen yeah. whenever. The the time cops thing was another thing I would be getting from Loveless. I don't know. Let's uh, we just had that big serious ass scene. Let's check in on the groundbreakers. Let's bring them in to debrief with you know the whole team. Now that we're all back, minus the one who's still sick. Sick in quotes. Sick and nasty. Sick. All right. Yep. 
All right, yeah. Uh, you head over to the Groundbreakers headquarters. I like to think that it's just like it's just, it's within like visual distance of the uh, of the Trendsetters headquarters. Like it's just on the other side of the river, essentially. All right. Um. So yeah, you head there, and uh, the it, right now they're not in serious training mode. They're just sort of goofing off, and uh, you can see. Ellen's trying to like get Morgana to like take off the mask and she's like no she's like come on no please can't you go bug someone else not really hey folks we're back in town it's us the boys <laughs> they all like sort of scramble to attention uh no 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 except for Mooncat and Skyjack, they they just sort of like stay sitting because like you know, they they know you better. But uh, well as the other three scramble up, I'm just like no no, as you are, keeping this casual. They all just sort of like slowly sit back down. And I want to be clear, this is the four of us who's here to do the debrief. It's Megalad okay. and Zero and Felix and me. I'm okay. also yeah. here. Yes, I want you here. Uh, Mooncat goes, what's up? Well, we're back in town. And Zero's good at conveying information, but tends to miss a lot of texture. And so I just wanted to debrief with all of you in person. Wanted to find out how's it going. How is the team working out? Is the base operational? Are you uh, representing the Trendsetters brand and message well? I just want to know how everybody's doing. It's been three months. Let's see if we can take the training wheels off. None of those questions address the matter of texture, and I am able to simulate a wide variety of them. You continue to be absolutely adorable. <laughs> it is cute. Speak freely. If you all want to rag on each other, that's cool. I don't... Like, I assume you've got personal issues that you're working your way through. I'm fine to hear about them since you are, you know, our B team. If there's an issue that we as the A team need to fix, I'd like to know about it. I don't think it needs. Ellen speaks up and goes, "I don't think it needs to be fixed." But Mooncat and Morgana totally flirt with each other all the time. It's, it's funny. Okay, not during work hours, please. They they both kind of like look surprised, like somebody like that somebody caught it, and then uh, Brian looks over and he and he's like, "Everybody's caught it. It's not a secret. You're really bad at hiding the flirting thing." You two are hilarious. <laughs> I have a million things I want to say. I'm just going to leave it as you two are hilarious. <laughs> don't, don't let it impact your objectivity in the field. Also, hi, Salisbury. Hi. I'm not going to say I called it. I'm going to say that you were exceptionally obvious. <laughs> she just shakes her head and she's like 
everybody says that I only figured it out a couple a couple of weeks ago and uh Tasha was like it's it's something it's it's something I think we're doing pretty good we work really well as a unit that one uh points to um Megalad doesn't seem to think so but he also only gave us like a 10 second uh workout and determined that we don't work well as a team even though we successfully created a distraction to get one of our to get the sneaky member of our unit behind him and to put a knife to his throat so you know win some lose some i guess he has very high standards you did that as individuals we did that as a team because we know each other's styles. So you can have this argument as much as I want, as much as you want, but I trust you have learned from the exercise and adapted. You, Crosshair, what's your arsenal looking like nowadays? Well, I've added some throwing knives, but like, really? You, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's just whatever. It's a work in progress. God, I want to, I want to be real snide and say something you know a lot about, but that's, that's a little too close. We're not friends like that. (laughs) Not just like that. First 12 seconds of battle can make or break (laughs) it. Alright, this sounds like an argument that's happened like eight times and we should let it go. Yeah. But yeah, Brian speaks up and goes, I mean, I think we're doing pretty well. Like you like you said, he has pretty high standards, but like we've been going out there and we've been doing good work. Uh, we've only had to fight a couple of uh of people down and each time we had that happened uh tasha pulled us in and asked how we could how we could have prevented that and we all hashed it out and tried better next time so their most persistent villain up to this point has been the chimpanzee i again a group of eight chimpanzees who work together as a team in order to rob industrial sites and uh, perform corporate espionage. So far, they have not punched any of them in the dick. Well, <laughs> are they related to the 12 monkeys? Ellen raises her hand. I tried really hard one time, though. I tried really hard. They're slippery little bastards. It was it was kicking, but... I think if you punch an ape, a monkey in the dick, that's probably going to land them in hospital. I don't know, it worked pretty well for me. Yes, but Godzilla (laughs) wound up in the hospital. It sounds like we're doing good about uh, keeping people out of the hospital. Not a lot of fighting going on. How are we doing with the talking? How are we doing with keeping people out of jail? How are we doing with solving people's problems? The vets. Morgana says, like like Brian said, uh, we've had to talk some people down from doing stuff and we gave them you know, options on, like, places that can, like, help them better than just doing what they were doing. And, um, like we said, that's only failed, like, three times so far. We give it the old college try, so. I 
nice, nice, nice. According to Chadwick, the leader of the chimpanzate, they're in it for the love of the game. Ah, okay. So they're just there to have fun. Cool, cool, cool. Then it's fine. I think sometimes you do have to respect the hustle. At that point, everybody just sort of looks over at Mooncat and uh, she just, she just, you can't see it under the mask, but you can tell that she's smiling. It's about drive. It's about power. I think three times, though, is a good success rate. Sunshine, questions? Mm, No, I think we're good here. Do you think we should uh, open up the gates, take off the training wheels? Yeah, all right. Much as they complain about the 12 seconds, they have learnt from it. They're ready. I'd like to do a ride-along with all y'all at some point. I'm interested in seeing how you work. But if the rest of the team is in agreement that you all are shaping up to be a force worth keeping around, I'd like to formally extend the invitation to have you all stick around now that we're back. Tasha says I'm gonna be honest you put me in in here as like a training position and as much as I enjoy hanging out with them I put you in here to be a field commander it's what I put you in here for oh okay I I, Colin the player misunderstood that so I mean the training is useful yeah but also as a field commander she's a pirate captain she's used to running gangs of ragtag idiots towards common purpose. I think out of character, it she probably would be expecting like a, a temp contract as opposed to a full-time thing because of her other commitments. Yeah, that's that's exactly where she was going. She was like, these these four, they've got it. They're they're good, they're down, they're down for it. I'm fine staying as a temp contract contractor position. Um, but Silver Security got me first, and I don't do that. I don't drop one contract and start another. Start another. Uh, just a thing to make sure that people, when they know that when they hire me, they aren't gonna have to worry about me betraying them halfway through. So that being said, I'm I'm willing to stay. Like I said, part time, help out when I can. But my first and foremost job, my first and foremost contract is to Silver Security. Are you sure? Because it'd be really funny if I could pull you. It would be really funny, but then I, like, you go back on one contract suddenly, like you are, you aren't trustworthy for basically anyone. So it's, it's a it's a matter of professional pride. Sorry. Her contract does include a phase-out option. We could trigger that immediately, if we so choose. I mean, I'd like to keep her around. I'd like to have her be the voice in the room with all the experience. That'd be nice. I'm, I'm willing to, like I said, I'm willing to stick around as long as it doesn't interfere 
with my duties at Silver Security, which up until this point it has, but I got permission from Calvert to do that first. Rather than having a full-time field position, which may clash with your duties at Silver Security, would you accept a a consultancy position, which I believe shouldn't pose quite as much a contract conflict of interest with your time and other obligations? We'll 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 talk about it more on a professional level rather than like hashing it out here without any legal. We're gonna need to get Williamson in the room. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to get uh, we're gonna have to get Williamson in here. And like I said, this would have been anticipated and worked into the contract as a triggerable option. Switch, I believe this does lead leave the position of the who's going to be their field commander because I hmm. think I had already established that Mooncat was second in command yes yeah I'll lead him um, uh, at least until the team reaches parity of skill and decision making until we are all confident that having no chain of command will work from this group and actually let me ask because this doesn't affect us directly it affects us indirectly because we want you all to be good representatives of our interest but this all actually affects you would all of the rest of you feel good about having mooncat be your field commander going forward um actually before any of you answer uh mooncat leave the room please all right fair uh she gets up and okay see you in a bit walks out i guess the alternative sorry is when we were just starting i'm, I'm sort of saying this to switch and the other like trendsetters as opposed to the whole room the other potential is when we were just starting, we didn't have a field commander. We didn't have a lead. Do we want to be in And I think last time I checked, none of us are the boss still. Oh yeah. Now that's, that's why I'm saying like, until the team feels confident that they don't need a field commander. Once they Maybe. don't think they need one, then we just put everybody on parity. Like that's what I think would be the move here. Mm. Just until they have like, full team unity. We just have somebody around to call the shots. I think in the spirit of that suggestion that we should nominate Mooncat for a leadership position, but from that point on allow the Groundbreakers to settle such decisions for themselves. I'd like an opinion from Tasha and I'd like to at least inform them that the option of not having a field commander formally, but rather allocating specific leaders dependent on the situation is on the table. I don't think it's fair to expect them to have a hierarchical structure when we never have. Yeah. So once they give us their answer, we can bring Mooncat in and then voice all of that. Tasha says Mooncat is extremely observant. She knows the part, she knows the team well. 
Uh, she is very good at what she does, and despite the fact that she couldn't really show off her stuff during the, uh, the little training spat with, uh, with Blue Boy there, when she gets orders, people listen, and they do well when they listen, which is my way of saying that one of her stunts is uh, second in command, which um, when the boosts that she provides by issuing orders give a plus four instead of the normal plus two. So nice. Nice. So honestly, I could not recommend Mooncat more if the other three wanted her to continue as a leader it's not going to be my team full-time, so I'll leave it up to them. I'm not going to have a vote in this. So, Colin, can I roll Super Senses? Yeah. To what end? Has Mooncat definitely left the room? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I learned from it's my mistakes. Valid question. I, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even rolling stealth for her. You because as long as you got a positive number, yeah, she genuinely left. Okay. Ellen says, um, "Well, I mean, she does a really good job at pointing stuff out and leading us and like thinking on her feet. So if the other two are okay until we are more comfortable, like not leading needing a leader, I'm fine with Mooncat being the the leader." Morgana says, personal feelings about Mooncat aside, and the other two just, everybody else just like sort, sort of gives like, gives a finally at least you admit it look. Um, she goes, I mime looking over my glasses. <laughs> um, At her. She says, uh, uh, yeah, she's a, she's a real good leader. In fact, uh, Sometimes I think she was better at leading us into battle than uh, Skyjack was. And Skyjack just like put, like she puts both her hands over her heart and she goes, oh, my poor ego. Oh no, I've been wounded. Swoons in her chair. (laughs) (laughs) But Morgana goes, I mean, at this point it's up to like, we've got the majority, but like Brian should be able to express his opinion about it. And um, Brian thinks and says, I mean, yeah, until we decide we're ready to go leaderless, I don't mind Mooncat being in charge at all. She's tough but fair. And like Tasha said, when when she tells us what to do, it's usually the right thing to do. So real good at thinking on her feet. I, I'm fine with it. And there is nothing wrong with maintaining a leader into the future. Our team in particular does not is unable to support a singular leader simply because there are too many strong personalities on the team. I wonder who he's talking about. Hmm. <laughs> I put my I can't actually do this IRL, but I put my fingers in my mouth and whistle twice. Gabby walks back in. Congrats. You're in charge until further notice. 
she stretches and she goes, I knew they liked me. Can't imagine why. And then Ellen goes, some of us more than others. And Morgana just like uh, clicks her clicks her fingers and like a small flash appears in front of her, in front of Ellen's face. And she goes, ah, stop, stop. Children, shit, please. get lit. Okay. I shut this down the last time. I think I'm going to continue to shut it down. Let's uh, let's not attack each other for any reason. I know that's like sometimes it's good for camaraderie, but it's not a good habit to get into. Sometimes it's very bad for camaraderie. It can also permanently damage the retinas if done too frequently. Morgana goes, don't worry, I only do it when she really deserves it. Hmm. Brian goes, uh, yeah, uh, she's only done it, like, twice. I think that was, like, the second time ever. Ellen, sunglasses. They're usually built into my helmet. I'm not wearing my helmet right now. Ugh. Sunglasses. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um... So, as part of taking the training wheels off, uh, Zero, hit it, please. And as our resident data expert, Zero would have transfer permissions. We would have discussed this beforehand. I didn't because I'm keeping it a surprise. On whatever sort of data tools all of the Groundbreakers have, they suddenly have a whole bunch of new permissions to databases. They get little chirps on all their devices. These are um, contacts that were originally specific to us. Lawyers, social workers, public representatives, maybe some underground contacts for those of you who can stomach a little bit of gray morality. Use it in good health. Ellen goes, who the hell is Tegan Queen? Hmm. Imagine being able to stomach grey morality. Deacon Queen is an experience. <laughs> that is a superb way to put it. Just, uh, they will be informed that you are under our umbrella and that they should represent themselves accordingly. I have essentially given the Groundbreakers my Rolodex. Yeah, I figured as much. Oh, you also have editing rights to the Trendsetters wiki. <laughs> Please don't use this to snipe at each other. We will all be become very cross. Banter is fine. And we are allowing you into the locked channels of our Discord. <laughs> even, even the porn channel? I think literally nobody posts in that one. I'm pretty sure that that only exists for shit posting. So yes, <laughs> they are all legal adults. It's like a five-year-old post from me when I was a young alcoholic. It's like one, one thing, and then I died. <laughs> there is a single titty sitting at the bottom of the channel. <laughs> Scroll back far. <laughs> Scroll back far enough, guys. No. This is good shit. I was going to say like, there's, there's like the only posts that Megalad ever makes just say BAPS over and over. Like, there's not, there's nothing of substance. It just says BAPS. No, no, please. That's me out of character. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I'm 
In character, I say titties. Even better, I say bahunga gunga gunga guns. So who got a hunger dongs? That would be too far. I play a very serious character. So as everybody is looking through all the new data they have access to, I actually want to have a quick one-on-one with Tasha. All right. She'll, uh, she'll... I'll just give her a little hand sign, like, come here, come here. Yeah, she'll come, she'll walk over. Just a quick question. Not too important. How's Calvert doing? Better? Better? He seems a lot less... Anxious? Stressed? Something? I don't know. It's like he's getting a lot of stuff off his chest. Did you talk him to going to therapy? Mm, I might have done something. I've been trying to do that for years. How the hell did you do it? I guess I just know how to push his buttons better than you do. She just makes this face of like, it's the sort of thing where she's, you've obviously uh, touched a nerve, but she's taking it in like a good way. So she's doing that thing where she's like close her eyes, but she's like smiling, just like, "Mm." she says, well, I don't need to tell you because you're probably going to do it anyway, but continue pushing those buttons, please. Oh, you don't need to worry about that. That was all. I just wanted to ask. All right. Uh, so she'll nod and go join the rest of her on again, off again. Then she's like, puts the finger up and turns around and goes back. By the way, I meant to say to you like three months ago, and then you fucked off to Europe or something. I told you I was leaving. Ellen needed to be put down a couple of pegs. She was, at the time, really, really cocky and sure of herself. And that's because she's good. She is very good. And she was used to a place of having a lot of, not disposable, but steady income for a long time. And disrespecting your teammates is not a good way to start a relationship. So I wasn't going to hurt her. I was just going to show her that she wasn't as hot shit as she thought she was. A lesson she's learned by now, so. Well, frankly, Skycheck, I expect more of you. I know you are in some capacity leaving our team, but I expect somebody of your, somebody with your history and somebody who Calvert speaks so highly of to have methods of establishing a commanding rapport with those placed directly underneath them that is more productive than physical violence. Should I change my expectations of you? No, because let's put it this way. 
different people require different methods for showing that they should respect you. And I've worked on pirate ships long enough to know that sometimes it does take it does take a little smack to the a little smack to the nose to do so. Ellen is one of those people. And trust me, it's not a method I prefer doing. But there are certain personalities where that is the fastest and most effective way to do it. Now, I did take the long road, and she has gotten better despite her smart mouth. I don't think she'll ever lose that, but honestly, that's part of her charm. But it would have taken about 20 seconds as opposed to three or four weeks. Call it a difference of opinion, then. I don't care to see people smacked around when they don't deserve it. And I don't think a smart mouth is worthy of that. Yeah, we can chalk it up to difference of opinion. That's all. Cool. And then she walks away and, uh, and... I follow her. I head back to the yeah. rest of the group. Yeah. All right, so you're meeting with uh, Loveless? Yes, I'm going to wait for a day when, you know, it's probably a weekend. Classes mm -hmm. would have would be starting soon for Felix, and he'd be getting his shit in order in that regard. So I'd be waiting for a day when he's free, and then I'd just, like, find him and pull him aside and ask, Hey, do you want to go have a conversation with my information broker that is a potentially difficult one about your girlfriend no but we probably should anyway all right so uh where do you meet loveless at, at her place okay felix is cool felix won't cause a problem i don't cause problems i'm cool you are the good boy why would you cause problems you are in fact the best boy all right, so you go into the uh, into the back room of this um, of the uh, the I think it was like a club. nightclub that yeah, it's a club. Yeah, we've for completely yep. forgotten the name. Yes, uh, but um, she's there and uh, she's she says, "Oh, hey, you're you both are here. Uh, good, 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 good." So I have done some digging. Um, and as she, like, moves across her desk, uh, you see that she's got some, like, she has a lot of, like, prescription bottles on on there. And uh, it's for, it's, it's not for anything big, but it's, like, you see on there, it's, like, her real name and, uh, and such. And uh, dissolve one tablet on tongue every four hours as needed for migraines, essentially. Hmm. Where's the flask that I gave her, by the way? 
um, sitting very prominently on her desk. Like it's it's like a it's a very big central feature. <laughs> I am worried about the migraine medi- medication, but I am going to ask about it later. All right. So she turns to the two of you. So goes. So, do you want to know about our boy in the BTT first, or do you want to know about Tiffany first? Uh, with BTT first, huh? All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so, uh, I did some digging, and I mean, like, a lot of digging. And uh, our boy, Leonard Wright, used to be in the U.S. military, believe it or not. Um, He enlisted as a specialist and eventually rose up to the rank of sergeant. And after that, his record has a lot of black bars on it. I mean, a lot of black bars. This guy did some shady shit that is super classified. So, of course, I had to do some more digging. He he became part of a squadron that used to work with the CIA and also this group called Delta Black. And I'm still trying to figure out. Oh, that sounds shady as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's a PMC name if I ever heard one. Uh, no, as far as I can tell, they're American. They're, they're like part of the American military. I don't know how they fit in yet, but yeah. Um, Perhaps a subdivision of the Delta Force. Uh, but but they attempt to destabilize countries run by people with cosmic-based powers. There's just one of those, right? No, there's a couple. There, well, now, but there's been a couple throughout history. And, like, huh. I don't know if they've ever tried to do Kestora, but, like, they've definitely, like, gone into, like, Afghanistan and like gotten rid of like a couple of cosmic ba- uh, super super leaders there. Interesting. Um. Also, his medical records stop at two thousand and one. I don't like that. I don't like that year in particular. So yeah, um, that's that's all I could find out about that. Um, also, as far as I can tell about Delta Black, I think they're a branch of the CIA. The only name I could get is the person who runs the entire thing. And you're going to love this. Cassidy Calvert Downs. Okay. Yeah. You can't be fucking serious. Silver Skeleton's wife is a spook. Mm-hmm. Question for clarity. Are they still married? I thought they were divorced. Uh, no, they never technically divorced. Separated? I guess legally they would be separated, yeah. They haven't seen each other for a long time. Well, shit. 
I'll keep that one in mind. I have no fucking idea how I would bring that one up. <sighs> Shit. But yeah, that's okay. that's that's all I could find out about Leonard. Um. Uh, so we can move on to Tiffany. Do you want to sit down? I ask Felix, turning to him. Hmm. No. Are you sure I've got like some beanbag chairs over there? I'm good. Okay. All right. So, as I far... want to say, as Loveless starts talking, I like insinuate myself up against Felix. Like I, I take his arms and I stand my back to his front and I cross them over me. All right. So, Tiffany, I did the digging. She has a comprehensive past large friend network um everything about her seems to indicate that she is a real person but I went to go interview some of the teachers from her middle and high school days that are listed on here and none of them seem to remember her and then I did some more digging and uh, none of the schools seem to have records of her ever being there. That's about what I thought. Um, but one, so that's one interesting. The other interesting thing is her uncle. And um, she takes out some Polaroid pictures. Like she found a Polaroid camera in working condition and like snap Polaroid pictures of, uh, of Tony Lehman, like clandestinely. Here's one picture. Here's another. Here's another. See if you can find what the common thing among these pictures are. Uh, go ahead, you guys can roll me investigate. Uh, difficulty three, we'll say. Okay. I didn't... I didn't do good. I rolled a two. I rolled a one. I've still got five fake points three. left. I mean, if you want to spend a fake point, yeah. I don't know if there's shit that's going to come up in two minutes. It's going to require me to use them all up, nah, but nah, probably not. I, I would like to. So. I would like to notice things. Um, I'll invoke my criminal background. I'm, uh, I'm pretty used to picking out little details. Okay. Um, he is wearing the same outfit in all three pictures. They are obviously taken on different days because. Uh, you can tell from like the change of seasons and such black suit and tie dark green shirt uh, great that's a, that's a color scheme to have yeah do you remember where you 
usually see that color scheme. Oh, very, yes. You don't need to be coy about this. This is a color combination that is seared into my head for the rest of my life. Also, do either of you speak German? Very little. I don't speak it, but I I hear it. You know, my dad. I, I can't I couldn't say a sentence, but if a sentence was said to me, I would understand it, basically. His last name? Lehmann? That's German for vassal. No subtlety. No, no it, subtlety like, at we all. We didn't catch it for We didn't catch it though, so like <laughs> Not until just now. Only because no one was looking. Now, here's another thing. Here's another thing. What do you remember about Tony Lehman from before 2020? I think the first time I ever even heard of the guy was when he showed up in fucking... Not not Cook. Fucking... Oh my god, I've lost his name. The current head of the DHEA. Somebody saved my life That's right Grinch. now. Arlen. Local head. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was uh, when he yeah. showed up in Arlen's office to ask us for a consult on the Xerox break-ins. Like, that was the first time I'd even heard of the guy, but then I don't involve myself with police in general, if I can help it. What about you, Felix? What do you remember about him before 2020? Not a lot. Big public figure, captain of the HCPD. What do you remember about him before 2020? Like seriously, though, not not very much at all. Right. What do you two have in common that the re- most of the rest of the city does? Punch transistor tyrant in the face. We left. We we, we got abducted by the host. Been into space twice, yeah. We're supers? You didn't fall prey to the method that he used to hypnotize most everybody else. He, What he did to you was different from what he did with everybody else. So what I think... What I think is that when he was mass hypnotizing everybody, he put in memories in everybody's mind about Tony Lehman. What if that whole thing, what if that whole massive thing was just a cover-up for something bigger? I, I dip my head so that my face is just pointed straight at the ground and I am doing that because I don't want Felix to see the expression on my face because I know if he sees that I am smiling like a maniac, it's going to upset him worse than he already is. How is Felix reacting to this? So... (sighs) The best way I can describe this is that Felix went into all of this with the expectation that some shit was happening. It's like, this was not 
This was a blow that he saw coming, but it still hurts. How tight is he squeezing Robin right now? Barely. I take a few breaths to steady myself so I can get the look off my face, and I bring my head back up. How many Yomi layers are you on? I mostly just say Yomi. Hmm? Did you really just say Yomi? I have friends who play fighting games. It's a thing. Yomi layers is a thing. Um, Felix, if it's any sort of compensation, everything I've seen and observed about Tiffany Quails, she seems to genuinely think and believe that she is Tiffany Quails. So I don't think she's knowingly deceiving you and I'm sure that if she is the kind of person I think she is she would genuinely try and help you in any way that she could okay All right, now we have to figure out how to deal with this. Like, cause I, I guess rocking up to Tiffany and being like, "Hey, guess what? Uh, your entire life isn't real. It's an all—it's all a lie. You're a long-running plot to get back at me. You're a long-running revenge plot. Plot. Hey, happy birthday! Happy birthday! You're not a real person." untangle myself from Felix and turn 180 degrees to face him and I just cup his face in my hands. Even begin to talk with somebody, somebody about this. Yeah. I can't imagine. You want to go pile about it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Loveless. Is there anything else? Uh, no. I'm gonna keep looking into this Delta Black thing. Um, that's sparked my personal curiosity. Uh, so if you are interested in finding that out, let me know. But, um, I haven't been able to dig up anything else, unfortunately. I think Zero's gonna be pretty interested in that. Um, we're gonna take off. I take my hands off of Felix. I walk over to her desk. Obviously, I have other things to do right now, but I reach out and pick up a pill bottle and shake it. We're going to have a talk about this tomorrow, probably. It's on Desteron. It's not addictive. I'm just I, having a lot of migraines. That's a thing to be concerned about. Like I said, we'll talk about it later. I love you, but I have other priorities right now. I love you, too. I don't really know you well enough to declare anything like that, but you seem nice. I would consider you an acquaintance. Alrighty. 
So I'm gonna take Felix back to my house. Yeah, you know, there was jokes about the trauma mattress out in the public area before, but we we have a I, I have designated a zone in the living space where I can just like pull a bunch of soft things together onto the floor and if necessary I will go raid a mattress store again. I'm sure it's happened enough times that they're just kind of used to it by now. Uh how's it going, Robin? Problems? <laughs> Problems. Alrighty. Just bring back the display model when you're done. I'm going to construct a big soft mound of things to just kind of lay in a heap in. I'm going to pull Felix into it and just wait for him to start talking. I don't know if I want to talk. Can we just lay here for a while? We can do that, yeah. Okay. Okay, I would like that. Gonna hold him real tight, and internally I am going to reaffirm my vow to rip out the transistor tyrant's heart and crush it to death in front of him while he is still alive. That's what friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, minor uh, milestone for everybody. If you want to use it, go ahead. If not, then... Uh, but my stats are still where I want them to be. My stunts are still where I want them to be. Okay. I, uh, I have given myself a new aspect for the folks at home. I told everybody in the World 20 chat, I now have the aspect Bubbling Cauldron of Dimensional Energy. That is, this is basically a strictly negative aspect for Colin to fuck with me. <laughs> I, I hope he makes use of it. I hope I do too. I hope I remember to do so. Uh, Bobbin, are you doing anything with your minor? Nah, I'm good. Alright. Ape, you doing anything with your minor? Not particularly. What about you, Namtab? I don't know. I'm not actually here right now. I'm watching Eurovision, hey? <laughs> He's still hey. in the fucking ennui, and he occasionally makes enough noise for a waveform to appear. <laughs> so he hasn't, like, turned his computer off or even left all of the rooms. He's still in the Roll20. He's still in the Roll20. <laughs> Would have liked to win, but gotta give it up for the boys in Ukraine. Keep on fighting, lads. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you players for playing. I hope to see you next time. Good night. Cheerio. Good night. Good night. <laughs>